time for hashtag fresh ideas to kickstart your week. Timothy Maurice, ideas guy, brand specialist, generally nice guy, is back from the US. Uh, it's never too late to get even more education, guys. Part four of our five-part series on the psychology of influence. Welcome back. Man, it's good to see you. You went back to school. Why? Yeah, you know, I feel like I need to... You know, I'm on this constant growth uh, journey, and I'm really... You know, the big thing is when you fall in love with something, you want to learn as much as you can about yes. it. So this whole neuroscience brain marketing stuff, I was able to finish a, you know, a two-year program in it. So I'm super excited, and I'm excited to share the lessons yes. in Fresh Ideas. So. so it was a two-year program at the end of it, which is now what, what do you get? Yeah, you get like a diploma certificate type of thing. It's yes. similar, to like a, similar to like a master's degree. Okay. Um, and uh, the main thing is you plug into this sort of global network of thinkers and so forth yes. uh, from MIT. And I'm I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity and, um, you know, grateful for this platform, for the people I can share the lessons with. Amen. Brother, let's go into part four, please. All right. So, you know, the first three parts, um, I've gotten a good response from, and I really appreciate everyone who's hit me up and, you know, you know, adding and contributing your thoughts as well. Uh, part one, you know, we talked about reciprocity. Part two. Uh, was scarcity part three was about authority and again if you want more of this you can hit me up on social media we'll give you those details a little bit later but today is part four and i want to do a and b of part four so here we go part four is social proof now we use this stuff all the time but because there's a bit of science behind it robert cialdini and the psychology of influence and persuasion unpacked this stuff beautifully but social proof is very simple one of my favorite examples of who uses this brilliantly is DJ Spoo. When he puts out a book, what is the first thing he does? He gets this book in everybody's hands. Yes. Because the concept around social proof is that if DJ Fresh is holding this book and all these other people, cool people are holding this book, I need to hold the book. Exactly. And if I'm not holding the book, I'm missing out. Yes. So the idea of social proof is very simple. Get multiple groups of people. Even if you're on a campus or you're at work, get other people into a photo, into a concept, hold it in the document, whatever it is. But the idea and the psychology behind it is people like to be seen as part of a group. It goes back to our tribal days. Yes. It goes back to this idea that if I'm not part of the group, I'm risking vulnerability. I'm, a, I'm outside somewhere mm. and I'm possibly risking my survival. Sure. And that's the deep psychology behind it. So you employ the concept of social proof by, by invoking people to feel like they need to be part of something by demonstrating that other people are part of it. I mean, you see it, I'm sure you see it when you're in the club, right? Yes. When people hit the dance floor, what happens? People go, I can't be sitting on the side. Like, why am I the only one who doesn't know the song? Exactly. Maybe I'm missing out on something. And, exactly. And you'll see them, even, even if they don't know the lyrics, they'll start acting like they know the lyrics, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Number five. I mean, sorry, the part B of this, number yes. four, is fascinating. This is one of my favorite. And this is commitment and consistency. Now, people have this self-image of themselves where they want to be seen as upright. Mm. They want to be seen as good citizens. You can use this psychology to your benefit. Here's Teach how us, you, Master. Here's how you do it. So when people start saying yes to something, it mm. becomes very difficult to say no in the long run. So if you can get people to commit to saying yes for small things, so if they go to your website and you get them to say yes to signing up for a newsletter, mm. then you get them to say yes for something really small like 
would you attend this program? Yes. Three months later, you offer the program. Mm. And because they've said yes to the newsletter and they've said yes to being open to it, when it's time to offer it, you've got them into yes mode. Uh-huh. So b- you get them to be consistent in a process and over time. And you got to be thinking as a visionary when it comes to this. Mm. Go one year from now, I need somebody to say yes to something big. Yes. So you start now getting them to commit to small things. Well, how am I going to bait these people how, to the bigger yes? Baiting, but you're creating that sort of trigger because you're promoting their self-image yes. of I'm a yes man now. Uh-huh. I'm a yes woman in yes. their mind. And I've bought into you and what you're offering. I've bought into it. So I'm going to be consistent. Exactly. I'm going to be consistent. And so these are these are principles, guys, that salespeople around the world are using, politicians are using. You know, people are using this in every area. You can even use it in your relationship. If you ah. want your partner to say yes eventually. <laughs> so think right? about the bigger yes a year from now yeah. and work backwards. Think long term and start working backwards and get people to say yes Slowly, <laughs> TimothyMaurice.com for more. Metro FM is where you're at.